Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Third and 14. Four-man rush again. Fields to the end zone. More touchdown. So Fields, who had the big first half last week, 20 yards here. Down the field they go. More catches. Two passes, six plays, 75 yards in a little less than three minutes. And Chicago draws first blood. Well, watch Percy Butler, the safety. When you have a vertical receiver against two safeties that are high, the linebacker's got to be able to get vertical. Watch the safety be influenced here, and that creates the opening to the outside. Again, give Justin Fields a lot of credit. That throw should not be there if the safety's doing his job. And again, he makes them pay on the back end. Third down and six. Fields. To the end zone, reaching up, does he make the catch again? D.J. Moore, touchdown. He is having a career in one night. Beats Kendall Fuller again, that's 11 yards for the touchdown. He's already caught five for 137 and two scores. How about the throw by Justin Fields? A little slant and go, perfect placement. Fuller never locates the football, and Moore so comfortable being able to get his feet down. Watch this route. Watch Fuller bite on it, man-to-man. -man. Ooh, little inside move, and the throw could not have been any better by Justin Fields. Pass is hauled in by Moore. Gets free. Washington gambles and lose the gamble that time. 56 yards, touchdown. Fuller trying to jump it. Moore able to make the catch and then free to the end zone. And a 230-yard, three-touchdown night for number two. All right, that is an amazing stat. D.J. Moore and Justin Fields. Fields threw for 282, ran for 57 yards, including a rush for a first down late in the third quarter after tipping the ball to himself following a high snap. And Moore had 137 yards in the first half alone. He became the first Bears player to surpass 125 before halftime since at least 2000. I mean, DJ Moore and Justin Fields, they went off eight times, 230 yards and three touchdowns. You're listening to a Plumber's 911 Football Monday on a Friday. Presented by Busey Bank, and it's not a game, Illinois.com. And don't forget, more coming up this morning and throughout the afternoon 
right here on 670 The Score. Mully and Haw with the pregame show with Dustin Rhodes at 5, 6 a.m. The pick six, Ross Tucker at 7, Joe Fortenbaugh at 745, and DJ Moore. Number two on the jersey, but number one here on 670 The Score at 8 a.m. And Brad Biggs, who is fabulous. He'll be on at 9 a.m. Then Bernstein and Holmes with Brisker and Harrod and Fishbane and Jenkins, Parkins and Spiegel with Krutz and Weider and Johnson, Jalen Johnson. And again, we're on the air here until 5 a.m. Tyler Farringal is our producer. Let's go to the phone lines and also the text. By the way, Dennis from Sandwich uh, on our text line says, Chuck, yo, the Butkus TD was off a botched field goal attempt. And you're right, against Philadelphia. And then he also caught an extra point pass in 71 against Washington. That won the game 16-15, November of 71 at Soldier Field. Hmm. So, I, I wonder if, if Washington, I wonder if the quarterback, was that Jurgensen and Kilmer? I got, I got to find that out. But, you know, I mean, there were some great games. And Butkus, of course, God rest his soul and the Butkus family and the Bears family because Dick Butkus loved his Chicago Bears. Dave, you're on 670 The Score. Welcome to the program and good morning. Dave, are you there? Okay, we're going to give you, Dave, one more chance. Dave, are you there? Okay, I think we lost Dave. And apparently Dave was at the game in D.C. tonight. So let's go to Frankie in Yorkville. Frankie, you're on 670 The Score. Chuck, how you doing? An absolute honor to be able to talk to you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, just just, just to talk about the game for a little bit, uh, number one, man, great job by the coach. It's real easy uh, at that level to get guys to quit on you. Uh, but to get guys to show up and, and to play with that type of intensity for four quarters, knowing what's on the line, that was big. And uh, to piggyback off what other people were saying about Justin Field and yourself, um, let's give them to the end of the year. Let's give them to the end of the year. It's 17 games this year. Uh, let's, let's give them to the end of the year. Let's really see what he has. And, and let's also be honest. Like, yeah, they gave him a lot of help, but he still needs a little more. He still needs a little more. I, I feel like that offensive line still needs two more elite guys. And we all know about the defense. So I don't think we're in a bad spot. If we end up 8-8 eight and eight or something like that and, and, and we have to get another guy in there, Caleb, and, and, and we don't have to pay him so, so much, maybe that's not that bad of a problem. But if he ends up being that guy and, and we can waste the money on the offensive-defensive line, who knows, maybe next year we could be a really, really, really good football team. Well, well remember, and this is an excellent point, very good point, the Bears have a boatload of cap room again. Now, they're going to have Again. to take care of some players who want to get paid that are on this current team, and I get that. But still, I mean, if the Bears play their cards right, uh, they could still go for an edge rusher, okay, and, and stockpile some talent on the defensive line. But I like what the Bears are doing, and I'll tell you what, if Marvin Harrison Jr. is available in the Bears pick, cool. can you imagine Harrison on one side wow. and DJ Moore on the other? Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm with you, Chuck. I'm with you. And then, like I said, if we can – Larry Burham, I, I love Larry Burham. Don't get me wrong. Tevin Jenkins, if he stays healthy, that's great. But just imagine if we had two guys on that side that we can really, really count on, along with what you said, with that, with the capital and we spend it right, 
man, we could we could be a real scary team next year, Chuck. We really can. Well, again, you know what? Enjoy the moment. A lot yeah, of times, there you you, go. There let you me go. tell you what, it, it's interesting in life. I just had this talk with a friend the other day about enjoying the moment that you're in because life is so fleeting. I mean, look at this. Here we are. We're talking about the passing of Dick Butkus, who passed yeah, away right. in his sleep. And yeah. he, he had a full life. God bless him, 80 years old. But again, you know, 80 is 80, but 80 isn't 80 anymore. I mean, we're having, you know, if, if, if you, you know, you're fortunate enough, maybe you can live until you're 90, whatever the case may be. But, with, but we didn't know. I mean, Dick Butkus was tweeting last week or a week and a half ago about a game and, and about, you know, his, his marriage to Helen where he was married 60 years. And so wow. you, we have to understand that we need to appreciate the moment we're in and appreciate life. Life is a gift. I just had a, a guy, not a guy, he's a priest. Um, well, he is a guy, but he's a priest. And his name is Father Birmingham, Kevin Birmingham. He was a, a bishop. And I got to know him at Holy Name Cathedral here in Chicago. He loved okay. he loved sports. And when I would see him at the cathedral, we would talk sports. He died suddenly in his sleep a few days ago. He's going to be buried on his 52nd birthday. And he was oh fine. Dad. I mean, uh, Father Sackwitz, our rector at Holy Name Cathedral, had just spoken to him. So you don't know. I mean, my I agree. Di- my my father I agree. my father died suddenly. I was I was in the classroom in the sixth grade. I get pulled out by the principal. I thought I was in trouble, and he tells me in the hallway just outside our classroom, "Hey, Charlie, I want to let you know your father died this morning." What? And so yeah. that's why we got to appreciate life, and we have to appreciate the moment we're in. So right now we're in this moment. The Bears right. one, just enjoy it. You're right, and, and, and like the great saying says, it, 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 you're saying there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance, and there's definitely a chance. So let's hope, let's hope, let's hope the train keeps moving, and let's hope, let's hope Justin Fields just keeps getting better and better. How about that? How about this was? How about he well, just keeps yeah, I mean, listen, this is a great, great breakout game for DJ Moore, and this is what the for fans sure. want. This is what the Bears have wanted, and again, we're not looking at a Super Bowl team, but I can live with that. I just want to see improvement yeah. from week to week. And we are starting to see it. We are. So thank you for hey, the call. Oh, I can't thank you enough for the time, Chuck. You have a great night. God bless you. All right, Frankie. Thank you. Let's go to Dave. I think Dave is back. Is that right, Tyler? All right, Dave, are you there? I'm back. Okay. You were and at the game tonight? I was at the game, and uh, I'm from Grays Lake. I'm 59, so I vaguely remember uh, seeing uh, Butkus play. But my uh, my son moved out to, to uh, Baltimore a couple of years ago, and he ended up getting Commanders season's tickets. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, so in um, so like in the summer, I'm like, oh man, the Bears are playing out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna get some tickets and we'll go see the game together. And uh, what was the so, atmosphere what, like? Oh, it was uh, yeah, there are a lot of Bears fans. Yeah, there. a lot of there Bears lot of fans. Bears. But here's here's the thing I want to say. First of all, um, I was at the at the game Halloween of uh, 1994 when they retired Sayers and Buckus's uh, jersey. Yep, yep. yep. And uh, I remember that plane that went down in Indiana. Also, it occurred simultaneously. So we're uh, my my son and was we were driving uh, his uh, his girlfriend was driving us to the game, and uh, we were a couple miles away, and she let us out, and uh, I heard that. 
that Dick had passed, I was like, oh my God, that's, uh, that's, that's terrible. I think, um, I think the Bears are going to win. So then as we're walking to the game, his ticket agent calls and says, Michael, can you, uh, we, we need some people to help hold the flag out there. Um, so he, he's like, we were running, running into the stadium and we, we were the guy, one of like 200 guys or 100, 100 people that were able to hold the flag. Um, and I was standing right next to Justin Fields. It was just an incredible experience. And of course they won. So it was like divine intervention. Wow. Good for and, you. That's a yeah. great story. Thank you. And to yeah, get some right. rest. Good morning. Yeah. Thank you. One line open at 312-644-6767, 312-644-6767. And again, we're with you until 5 a.m. this morning. Plenty of Bears coverage on 670 The Score. And again, with the passing of Dick Butkus, and I'm sure the Bears are going to do this, but the, they'll, they'll have a patch on their jersey um, to pay tribute to Dick Butkus with number 51. I mean, when you think of 51, you think of Dick Butkus. You know, the Bulls had a player. You remember this, Tyler? Ryan Archie Diacono. And Ryan's father wore number 51. Ryan's father played football at Villanova. And people say, what, Villanova had a football program? They did. Howie Long played at Villanova. A Hall of Fame player with the Raiders, he played at Villanova. And so he wore 51. So when Ryan Archie Diacono played for the Bulls, he wore 51 in honor of his father, but also because of the legacy of one Dick Butkus. That's incredible, honestly. Yeah, that's a true story. And, uh, and you know, speaking of Howie Long, this, this goes on a different path and journey altogether. Howie Long, Jim Finks wanted Howie Long so badly in a trade and the draft pick with McMahon, they were actually talking to the Raiders to make a trade. And they wanted Ted Watts, a defensive back, and they wanted Howie Long. And the Raiders, of course, wouldn't do it. But can you imagine had that trade never had that trade gone down? I mean, who knows who would have played quarterback for the Bears? Howie Long went on to be a Hall of Fame player, but the dynamics of the Bears offense without McMahon. What would it have looked like? Would they have been able to get to the Super Bowl? Because one thing with McMahon, who is unfortunately was hurt a lot, but one thing that McMahon did, his leadership skills and his ability to galvanize players was incredible, absolutely incredible. And he energized each of those players, challenged those players, and was a consummate team player. And I mean, hey, listen, we all have our quirks, and McMahon had his quirks. But I'll tell you one thing, I love the guy. I absolutely love Jim McMahon. All right, 312-644-6767, We have a tweet, uh, let's see, a lot of tweets going on along with some texts. Chuck, did DJ Moore remind you of Johnny Morris tonight? Well, Johnny Morris, uh, formerly people know him as a Bears player, also Channel 2, former Channel 2 anchor way back in the day. Um, But uh, DJ Moore, from an athletic standpoint, and Johnny Morris was a very, very good player, terrific player, one of the best receivers in Bears franchise history. Uh, And DJ Moore is in year one with the Bears. But let me tell you what, DJ Moore is an elite athletic player. 
and I don't think Johnny had a, that athleticism. Johnny Morris, though, found his spot on the football field, and the ball always found him, and uh, he was he was awesome. All right, so we're going to take a break. Do we have to take a break right now, or can we play the DJ Moore cut? Okay, let's go with DJ Moore, who talked with reporters after the game about his incredible performance. And let me read you these stats again before we hear from DJ Moore. So DJ Moore caught eight passes, 230 yards. He averaged nearly 29 yards per reception. He had three touchdowns. His longest was 58 yards, and he had 10 targets. So, I mean, you, you, he was targeted 10 times, and he caught eight passes. That's jaw-dry. And 29 yards a catch, that's just, that's nuts. Yes, it is. So good for him and good for the Bears. Here's DJ Moore. You good? <laughs> <laughs> DJ, the, uh, the last touchdown, you just take us through what you saw on that little route and then obviously the run after that. Uh, Justin just put it in a good spot. Uh, the DB was trying to jump it. Uh, he threw it out uh, only where I could catch it, and it was off to the races. Once you were off the races, I mean, what's running through your mind knowing that that was pretty much the ceiling? Uh, score. No. Run fast and score. Uh, have fun with it, but score at the same time. DJ, how do you feel running with it that knowing that that was ceiling the game, you guys were going to finally get a win? Uh, it felt amazing. You know, get the first win uh, under our belts, and have that momentum going into the next game. Ladies first. You had a lot of emotion all night. You could see it every time you had the ball. There was a lot of energy going. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of familiarity with this area, but what did it mean to put together a career night in prime time like this? Uh, oh, it, it was just fun. You know, football is fun uh, out there playing a kids game, you know, at the end of the day. And uh, I just looked at, looked at it that way. Uh, tonight was just... The stars aligned, and uh, I'll go to the guy for it, so I'm just happy for it. I did. I, uh, I felt like it was. Uh, people was like, do you know how many yards you got? I'm like, uh, please don't tell me. Uh, we don't, let's not jinx tonight, and let's just focus on this win. But when we got when we got off the field, it was, it was all everybody telling me what I did, and uh, it was good. Did you get an explanation on the play where you apparently set that? Nah, so that 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 really pissed me off because uh, I was about to score. I could have had four touchdowns, you know. And um, I mean, the ref got to do his job, but at the same time, it, it is what it is. We got the win, so I'm not too mad on it. Did you tonight? Did you have an idea that you could have this kind of No. Uh, this morning, I was nervous, uh, out of this world nervous. So I guess that was uh. My body telling me that we was about to go off, so I look forward to having some more nervous days uh, before games. How have how the last few games been when you get the ball so much more and getting a chance to prove what you came here to prove? Uh, I mean, the play speaks for itself. Um, I'm not really too worried about if I get the ball a lot or anything like that, but when I get the ball, I just want to be able to make a positive play out of it. So, I mean, that's what's been happening, so I look forward to it. Why do you think you're so nervous? Uh, I have no clue. Is that unusual for you? Mm-hmm. It is. Hold on, I'm in media, babe. <laughs> I'm in media. Yeah. Uh, probably like five minutes. <laughs> All right. All right. Push that. Just asking how unusual that was for you. Uh, not really. Uh. 
I'm I'm pretty nervous before every game, but not like tonight. Uh, I guess because it was a like a prime time game, you never want to mess up on a uh, big time TV. So, I mean, that was the whole thing behind it. Now I, I I had happened to see it on Instagram, uh, and I had told Mooney I was like, whoa, and like that was like I want to say an hour before the game started. So that's when I really noticed it. How bad? This team played like a desperate team tonight. What was the feeling leading up to this game? It was like we just needed a win. Get the mojo going in our favor, and uh, it's time to just carry that over into the weeks coming. So that's the best thing. You did first catch of the game with that 58 yards. I guess through that, that's even valuable. That's the offensive side. We was. Uh, it was a double move, and we hit, we connected, uh, he pressed, and I won, and Justin just threw it out there, and the rest is history. All right, last one. How would you describe it? the energy, like just coming off the field this hallway, in the locker room afterwards? What was that? I mean, it was amazing. Uh, we had the music going, uh, everybody was happy, and everybody. The, the true message was just, just never lose that feeling. Like, that's what, uh, in my head, I was saying, in my head, uh, now I get to say it uh, to the media and to the team, like, let's just not lose that feeling of what we just walked into uh, in the locker room. All right, thanks, everyone. Uh, All right, that's uh, DJ Moore after the ball game with the Bears victorious over the Washington Commanders, 40-20. to 20. Meantime, and again, you know, we, we have come down really, really hard and justifiably so on the Bears. But how about Washington? Magic Johnson, who is a limited partner with the Commanders, because, as you know, uh, Daniel Snyder sold the team. to, um, and, and so Magic Johnson was at the game. And this is a quote, and he tweeted this. He said, tonight the commanders played with no intensity or fire. He said, we didn't compete in the first half. We got down 27-3, to heading into halftime. It was too big of a hole to climb out of, and that's why we ended up losing 40-20. to and uh, let's see, he, uh, he's one of 20 limited partners with new owner Josh Harris. And Johnson has been highly visible as part of the franchise. And he's doing a lot of charitable work, apparently, in attending games and whatnot. And then they went to the players. And the players are saying, yeah, that's pretty fair. <laughs> and one of the players said, yeah, we came out flat. We got our butts kicked, another player said. so. Um, I would think that uh, what have the Commanders now lost Tyler? What three in a row? Is that right? I yep, mean, they started two and zero. Now they were two and three. If if I'm, I mean, again, they played five games, and and I'm not putting a coach under the magnifying glass, but I guess I am because I, I with the new ownership, I think Ron Rivera right now is on the hot seat. I'm just saying, and a lot of football to be played. I like Ron very very much from his days in Chicago. And I wish him nothing but the best. But with new ownership, and you're coming out flat on a nationally televised game against a team where you would think at home, what was the line coming into the ball game tonight? It was minus six Washington, and this is even crazier. The over/under was 45, and the Bears almost hit that by themselves for the game. So this was a bad game to bet on if you bet. The, the Washington money line and potentially under because the Bears almost, like I said, single-handedly scored more points than what the overall line was at. 
Mm, okay. Let's go to the phone lines, 312-644-6767. And let's go to Delaware. Angel, welcome. 670 the score here in Chicago. How are we doing tonight? I was at the game. I'm about, I, I'm about to get home. I was about four rows back. Hey, just wanted to touch on something that you mentioned, you know, how we have to appreciate every day. Um, yes, you, know, the you do. But, and, uh, you know, I, I really like that you said that. Appreciate the moment. Let's enjoy the ride. You know, I never got the opportunity to watch Butkus play, but I've seen the highlights on YouTube, which you've been talking about when they get the ball slapped out of them. But I was born in 85, and uh, I go – I always go watch the Bears at away game. You know, I was in London when we lost the Raiders. I just, I last, you know, last time I saw the Bears win was was Trubisky to uh, Cohen in Soldier Field against the Jets. That was Sam Darnold's rookie year. But it's just so such a monkey off the back to get that dub tonight. You know, I'm so excited. I'm so grateful. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the great thing about this city is we are so passionate about our sports teams. And this is why, I mean, we have two baseball teams. We've got an NHL team. We've got an NBA team. We've got a National Football League team. And we live and die with these teams. And, I mean, people love the Chicago Bears. And so when the Bears have a 14-game losing streak, longest in franchise history, and, I mean, it, it, and you're doing a sports talk show in this city, and people are upset. And I get that. And they should be upset because we're better than this. We should be better than this. So when you win, you celebrate. And I don't care if it's the Washington Commanders or the Denver Broncos or the L.A. Chargers. I mean, a win is a win. It was a win. And so a win you, is a win. And, and so, yeah, yeah, a win, a win uh, is a win. Just I'd be so excited. I mean, just like you're saying it, a win is a win. 14 is well, almost a year is too long. And we, I mean, my poor girlfriend, she's with me too. She's, you know, and she puts up with these losses. And I, and she tells me, you know, she's always the, the voice of reason. But, but at the same time, being optimistic, I was not feeling it today. And I said, you know what, you know what, let's just let's go. I'm gonna enjoy the game. I heard about Butkus uh, passing as we're parking the car, and I just couldn't be more excited. And you know, it's a first time listener to, and a first time caller. And I was like, you know, it, it's just I'm enjoying the moment. You know, about to get home, but. It's so great, you know, and uh, listening to your voice, I, I feel optimistic. I think we can stack up a few wins, you know. This is the beginning of something special. All right, well, I, I appreciate it. Hey, by the way, before I let you go, um, you said you, you live in Delaware, is that correct? And, yes, sir. And, and, and so, you know, Delaware has a, has a storied history of football, great football teams, including a guy by the name of Joe Flacco who played in the National Football League and – Probably, I think the other week I, I read that he is trying to get a tryout again with the Jets, but and yeah, I don't yeah. know, I don't know if that's going to materialize. But Delaware's nickname of the Blue Hens is that right? Yes, sir. The Blue Hens also the, were coach. I'm not, gonna, but Matt Nagy was quarterback there too. Yeah, we're, yeah, and and he had a good career, and I wish him well and all that good stuff. Uh, also, was it Tubby Raymond? Is it Tubby Raymond, the coach at Delaware? Yes, yes. He, that, he, he had a great run. But let me ask you a question before I let you go, speaking of Delaware. So their nickname are the Blue Hens. Have you ever seen a Blue Hen? 
I have not. I have not. Just like a regular looking like a white hen. Yeah, I, I've never seen a blue hen. i got to find out why they call them the blue hens. Maybe there is such a thing as a blue hen. I've never seen Maybe. a blue hen. But thank you. i got to run because Tyler Farringal is going to take me off the air if I don't do a commercial break. Again, uh, the Bears win. The Bears are a beat-up football team, and hopefully they'll get some players back because, I mean, there was a sequence going down where they're losing a lineman, then they're losing a defensive back, and then they're losing more running backs. It was, like, ridiculous. And so hopefully they can have some players back for Minnesota, and they should beat the Vikings here in Chicago. And then uh, Ryan Poles, prior to the game, was talking about Chase Claypool, and I think it's pretty safe to say that Claypool will never play in a Bears uniform again. I, I you know, he he's not with the team, and I think um, Ryan Poles and the rest of the Bears organization said, you know what, been there, done that. And I give the Bears credit for this: they gave up a second round pick, and that that was a steep price to pay. And according to published reports, Green Bay also was in the bidding war with Pittsburgh to get him away from the Steelers. And and so all I can tell you is this. As a general manager, no one is perfect, okay? No one is perfect. You're going to make mistakes. You're dealing with human beings. General managers are human beings. And yet, you know, the whole key is you make better moves than, than moves that go south on you. So I get all that. But one thing I will say this for the Bears in this case, they took care of this quickly. And they recognize, you know what, it, it wasn't working here. Maybe it'll work with another club. Maybe this is a wake-up call now. Not his first wake-up call, but his second wake-up call for Chase Claypool. And I hope he can establish himself with a different organization and play well. I don't know him, never met him. I'm disappointed with his performance uh, because I, in my heart, I think he's a better football player than what we saw. But the Bears did what they had to do. You know what? You cut your losses and you move on. Speaking of moving on, we got to take a break. And it's 1.32 in the morning. We're on the air until 5 a.m. This Chuck Swirsky, 312-644-6767. 312-644-6767. You can call. You can leave me a text. we got more highlights. If you want to talk about the passing of Dick Butkus, please do so. A legend, a flat-out legend in the great city of Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Chicago. And welcome back. 1.37 in the morning, Central Time, right here in the great city of Chicago. 6.70 the score. We are live. This is not network radio. We are with you talking about a Bears victory. Bears Friday in the wind column over Washington in a convincing manner. 40-20 to 20 as Fields and Moore hooked up three times. They had the mojo going as they connected for three touchdowns, eight receptions, 230 yards, Justin Fields, his last two games, 43 of 64, 617 yards, eight touchdowns, only one interception, and a passing rating of 131.3. I repeat, 131.3. Wow, 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 wow. I mean, that is really impressive. All right, let's go to the phones, and then we're going to hear from Justin Fields in a moment. His post-game coverage right here on 670 The Score. Let's go to Ray from Northeast Ohio. Ray, what's up? Hey, how are you doing today? Good, thank you. Hey, I need to send a salute to the people, the Bears fans down in Knox, Indiana, and South Bass Lake. Uh, Cherokee sending that salute to you. All right, well, thank you. You know, the, the great thing about the Bears brand is that it is everywhere. And for that matter, I mean, you look at a lot of Chicago sports teams, they travel well, and the Bears fans travel well. I mean, if you saw that crowd tonight on television, there was a lot of blue and orange and a lot of Butkus jerseys, a lot of Peyton jerseys, Fields jerseys. I mean, Erlacher's jerseys that I saw when they panned the crowd. I mean, it was awesome to see. And now... Hopefully with a win, this will give this team, you know, they'll get a few days off. They'll get ready for Minnesota. And um, I don't have the schedule for the Vikings in front of me. Who do they have? Do they have Carolina next? Is that right, Tyler? I think Minnesota's got Carolina. And so Minnesota just played Carolina. Okay, Minnesota just played Carolina. So who does Minnesota have next? Who does Minnesota have next? I got I to gotta check on that. Uh, because one thing about Minnesota, I mean, that's a beatable team when they come to Chicago. Can you let me know who Minnesota plays? Um, because I've got a... Yes, sir. I got it right here. They host Kansas City Oh, that's right. Sunday. Kansas City. My bad. 325 right. on CBS. All right. So it's Kansas City and Minnesota. Ah. Well, I mean, listen, who knows? I mean, you know, I mean, you, one would think that Kansas City is going to go in there. I'm expecting a shootout of a game. I'm expecting... You, you, well, you think Taylor Swift is going to go to Minnesota? I have a feeling she'll be there. Really? Like, what happens? I mean, is she off on her tour now? Or what are they? What, how does that work? I mean, does she just say, hey, I'm not playing because I got a game to catch on Sunday? I don't know. I, how you know, that I'm works. not really sure how that works, but I did hear something about the NFL embracing the fact yes. that she's been coming to the, those games, sort of the pop culture movement. So uh, that's why I have a feeling, Chuck, that she'll be there in Minneapolis on Sunday. And, and did, didn't the networks. Give her, like, a free promo on network television? Yes, they were embracing the teams to give those free promos away. Think about it. You know how much, I mean, that's that's free advertising. 
basically, like she needs the money, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, she's already loaded enough as it is. So, yeah, pretty crazy when you think about it. All right, so it's the Chiefs and the Vikings, and the Vikings have to come here on the 15th. All right, uh, let's go to uh, Justin Fields right now. Can we go to him? All right, Justin Fields, big, big day, and this is post-game presser. I feel the breakthrough uh, tonight. I feel good, you know. Um, it's a feeling you know, that you know, we we all had after the game. It's a feeling that you just never wanted to end. So, um, you know, just just proud of the way, you know, all the guys came out and played tonight. And, um, you know, O-line did, did the thing versus the dominant D-line. Um, they showed out. Um, really just, just everybody, you know, running backs did their thing. Uh, receivers, of course, did their thing too. So just proud of everybody. Justin, there was a lot of tension in the second half when they were making their comeback. How did it feel to see DJ running away with the ball at the end and knowing that that was going to be it? Yeah. Uh, it's a sign of relief for sure. Um, you know, I think we just had to reset. Uh, of course, the drive where we had a false start, you know, everybody was kind of jumping around a little bit, but it just went over to the guys and just said, you know, calm down. You know, we're in a great position. Defense is going to go out there and do their thing. And um, they did. Uh, got a stop. And, um, you know, of course, when DJ made that catch and, Catch and run, it was it was pretty much game over by then. So uh, you know, heck of a play, great catch, um, great protection up front, and executed it well. Do you think he, do you think he stepped out on the other play? I I, I couldn't see it, but um, I think they should have just let it you know let it play out, and then of course review it, and then overturn it. But they usually do that. I'm surprised they didn't. But um, no, nah, I, I I I'm gonna go with him and say that he didn't step out, even though I couldn't see it at all. But he didn't think he stepped out. But, he, had yeah. the, he had the majority of your yardage today, and and he should. I mean, you're throwing to him all the time. He's there for that reason. What does that change about your game to have uh, the best receiver that you've played with during your career? Yeah, I mean, you know, it makes my job easier. Uh, you know, they they left him one on one more times than I thought they would tonight. So, uh, you know, when you always have him one on one, you know, he's gonna win. 95% of the time, so uh, just thankful for him, to be honest, he makes my job way easier, so uh, yeah, I mean, he, he showed up tonight, eight catches for 230, like, that's that's a crazy stat right there, so uh, he, he definitely did his thing tonight, for sure. The first third down that gets him for 58, can you just walk us through that play there? And- yeah, I mean, that was just a pure progression left to right, um, got one high on that, and uh, he was just one-on-one, like I said again, so one-on-one, he uh, double move at the top, got the corner off of him, and then he was just wide open, so um, yeah, I mean, great protection because, I mean, you definitely need time on that play for that, you know, route to develop. Great protection up front. And, of course, he routed up the corner at the top. So, I mean, made my job easier. Uh, you know, buddy was wide open. So, yeah. Just as far as throwing to DJ, have you gotten more, I don't want to say forced it to him, but have you gotten more aggressive throwing to him than you were in the first couple of games? Um, not really. I mean, you know, I think uh, my biggest thing to Luke is anytime we can give him the ball, you know, he's get him the ball because, one, one, he's a great receiver. We all know that. But, you know, two, just with the football in his hands, you know, he's able to make guys miss. You know, like you saw in that. Uh, he think he had like a 10-yard stop right or whatever. Caught it, made the, made the uh, corner miss, broke the tackle. So um, anytime you can get him the ball, you know, it's, it's always going to, you know, be good for good for us, for sure. It's a 10-point game in the fourth quarter, and you have that drive that you lead them down. Like, how important is that for you to be able to put a team away on the road and get that? Yeah, I mean, it's really important. Um, I was just, you know, preaching to the O line before the drive started, like touchdown, touchdown seals the deal right here. So, um, you know, glad we were able to go out there and do it. Um, like I said, they protected their bus off all night against a, a great defensive line. Proud of those guys for the work they put in. You know, um, really just proud of everybody. You know, proud of 
everybody blocked me outside, noise out, and um, really just working. So, um, really a, a tribute to to everyone in the building for, for doing that. Blasting game had more carries tonight than he'd ever had in his career combined, something like that. I what's to say that he was able to step up when you guys ran out and run back? Yeah, I mean, he's a ball player. You know, you can put him anywhere and he's going to, you know, know what to do. Um, you know, he's just a football player. Um, put him at tight end, receiver, running back, fullback, and, you know, he's going to get the job done. So, uh, proud of him for stepping in, doing his job, and uh, really just, you know, carrying the run game late, late in the game. Back and try, and, you know, on the one play, you shake his head and yeah. go off. Is that hard to watch? Um, I mean, I asked him on the sideline how he felt. He said he felt good enough, but you know, he came in, and then of course I didn't see him after that. But um, you know, I'm just thinking he's getting a break. But um, I kind of got it after you know he didn't come back in. But you know, it just shows you what kind of person he is, um, how much he loves this game, how much he loves the team. So, um, you know, just just the amount of you know effort and try that you know he was able even able to you know come back on the field and just just try to try to play with his brothers up there that's a you know um, you know we we see that as a as a team so that makes us want to play harder for him and um you know uh, I should have just made a bad throw so he wouldn't have got hurt to be honest but proud of him regardless so just, yeah. you, you tried lowering your shoulder on, on that one play can you just take us through that where you're trying to you know yeah <laughs> um I pick and choose when I do that you know usually I don't do that but um saw a little corner and tried to you know Give him a little uh uh uh, but um, yeah, I probably won't see that too much. I mean, anymore. I'll, I'll probably uh, probably get talked to that, talked to about that in film. Um, probably just you know taking care of myself and doing that stuff. But um, yeah, I pick and choose. I know the DB probably weighs like 190, but linebacker you probably won't see me doing that. But um, pick and choose when I when I do that. Yeah. Is it push push? Uh, is it new for you guys? Breaking that a little bit? Uh, I mean, not really. Uh, we've we've had it in for. You know, quite some time. I think uh, the O line did a great job executing it tonight. And um, you know, anytime you can get a third and short, fourth and short, fourth and short, and be able to convert on those downs and get a new set of downs, that's, that's going to be big for offense and defense. So, uh, you know, glad we were able to execute on those uh, third and shorts tonight. Justin parts. said he was really Yeah, it's a moving parts on the offensive line, especially at center, and even Tevin back in there. How do you think they did and managed all the moving? Yeah, parts? I mean, you know, we were preparing for that to happen pretty much all week. Um, you know, Lucas was rotating at Lucas and Cody were both, you know, playing center this week during the walkthrough. So um, I kind of knew that could have went down that way. But, um, you know, I think they handled it really well. Um, you know, all those guys in the room are really close. Um, they get each other better um, each and every day of practice. So, um, you know, just proud of, proud of the way Cody stepped in at center. And, um, you know, you, know you, you can really put Cody anywhere, guard or, or center. He's going to get the job done. So. And uh, of course, you know it's always good having Tevin back uh, playing playing ball. So um, yeah, but 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 proud of those guys and the the way they played tonight. You mentioned the last one. You mentioned the feeling in the locker room. How would you describe what that what that felt like in that? It felt good. It felt good. Um, just seeing all the hard work pay off, especially you know getting a dub after everything that's you know happened this year. You know everything in the media, everything on the outside. Um, just just it's just. Feels good when you can you can say that the hard work paid off. So again, I'm I'm proud of everybody in the building. I love everybody on my team, players, coaches, shoot, everybody upstairs. I might not even know them, but I love y'all. So, um, <laughs> but yeah. So I mean that, that that feeling was you know like I said before, a feeling that you never wanted to end, and you know we just gotta keep this momentum going, and uh, you know just just get ready for Minnesota coming up next week. So appreciate y'all. All right, Justin Fields, put him in the hole. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Ah, you gotta love it.
I'm so happy for that young man. I really am. And again, Justin Fields, last two games, bears repeating, 43 of 64, 617 yards, eight touchdowns, only one interception, a passing rating of 131.3. And I mean, I'm looking at these injured players. I mean, they were going left and right. I, I mean, on both sides of the ball, Tyler. I mean, how, I mean, the running backs are like done, at least for this ball game, and hopefully they'll get some rest and they'll take care of their injuries for the Vikings game on the 15th at Soldier Field. But I mean, you know, whether it was the O line or whether it was DBs or whether it's the running backs. So you know, I'm giving a game ball to the medical staff because they were on the field more than some of the players. Unbelievable. And again, I'm happy for uh, Matt Eberflus because he's been under the microscope big time. I mean, the heat has been, you know, and again, I get it. It comes with the territory, yada, yada, yada. But I'm happy for I never met the guy. See, one thing, I'm filling in here, okay? I don't cover the Bears. I've never been in their locker room in this era, way back in the day. In the late 70s and 80s and 90s, I was there. That's a long, long, long time ago. So I don't know anybody in the Bears organization other than maybe Brandon Faber, who and Brandon was with the uh, Bulls at one time, then the Blackhawks. But, I mean, I haven't seen Brandon in, I don't know, years. And then uh, the McCaskies. But for the most part, I don't know anybody. I don't know any players. I don't know the coaching staff. So I'm just a Joe Bag of Donuts. I'm like, I'm just watching the game like you are, folks, on television and listening to these audio cuts that are provided by our great tech staff here at 670 The Score. So, like, my canvas is just blank. So when I watch a play, I watch a play. I don't have any agenda, but I am happy for the coaching staff because this has been a bizarre year, to say the least. I mean, they've had like one issue after another. (laughs) So hopefully they can put something together here. And let's hope that uh, Carolina will lose some games. Who does Carolina have this weekend? Oh, Carolina's got their hands full. They are traveling to Detroit on Sunday. That's an L. That's an L. Yeah, Detroit's going to win that football game. By a lot. Yeah. So, what's the line in that game? Do you know, Tyler? Can you look that up? I mean, I have no idea. I don't gamble. I don't bet. But I would think Detroit's got to be favored by, what, seven? Seven or eight? I don't know. Detroit is currently 10-point favorites over under at 44. A double-digit 10? Double-digit favorite. Wow. Okay, well, I mean, well, all I can tell you is that the Bears are in really good shape for this draft coming up. Listen to these next two games coming up, too, for Carolina. The, after Detroit, they travel to Miami. Oh. So that's there, another There's L. a whammy right there. So what's, what's Carolina's record right now? 0-4, right? 0-4, about so to be 0-5. 0-5, then 0 and 6. They're not winning in Miami, I can tell you that right now. No, and, and this next game, I'm not, I'm not completely outruling them, but they are hosting the Houston Texans, and if you've seen C.J. Stroud, yep. he's looked quite remarkable yes, for has. these first couple weeks. Two 300-yard games. And almost going to break the NFL record for most pass attempts to start his career without an interception. Okay, so that, that would probably be maybe a pick game, I guess. Maybe, I don't know. 
I would agree. And then I'll just go through these next two games. They host Indianapolis, then they travel to Chicago to face the Bears See, that's on a, Thursday night that's football a on November game for 9th. The Bears. Because if the Bears win, that's another loss for Carolina. If the Bears somehow lose this game, their draft position gets better. So, I mean, obviously I want the Bears to win because right now, I mean, they're playing with house money right now with Carolina. The Bears win either way in that they, game. Let's yes, put it they that do. way. Absolutely. Actually, I'll get this too. Every time Carolina loses, the Bears, the Bears win. win. There you go. Mark it right there. Yes. So uh, when I check the schedule, who do I want to win? The team that plays the Carolina Panthers. All right. Sorry, Bryce Young. You seem like a nice kid, yeah, but he, he we're rooting against like nice you this kid. year. Yeah, I, you, you think, I mean, it's way too early to judge this. You think Carolina's looking in their quiet moments when, when no cameras and no microphones, and they're having a little like seance with the GM and the coaching staff. What did we do? You think they, they, they're not there yet, but I'll tell you what, they're looking really, really good for the Bears. That trade. Not yeah, not only that, but I mean again, I mean it's you can't overlook what CJ Stroud's doing in his first couple starts. And and you're right, they're not there yet, but they've got to be scratching their heads because Bryce, I mean, looking at him out there, he looks smaller than Tua. He yeah. looks smaller than Drew Brees. I worry about him with that kind of shaky offensive line. So but they you're right, this. they gotta I mean, be thinking, they, what are they, they doing? Obviously, I mean, they knew this when they drafted the kid and they had invested so much. And everything I've heard about him. He is a wonderful person. Absolutely. Great kid. I mean, bright, articulate, good, solid football IQ, everything you want. The question is, does he have enough to merit that type of trade? It's way, way too early. Way too early. I mean, you know, even if they have a horrible year, I mean, we won't know about him for years two and three and probably four. But I really like Anthony Richardson. I loved him at Florida, and I thought that was a great pick by the Colts. But I'll tell you what, Justin Fields, if he keeps going, and let's say the Bears get Carolina's pick, number one overall in the draft, teams are going to be calling the Bears to move up to get that pick to draft Caleb Williams. And if Justin Fields has a really good year, and deserves this contract to stay in Chicago. You could hear that last clip where he, he he loves playing here. He wants to be in Chicago. And who wouldn't want to be the quarterback of the Chicago Bears? Yeah, let me ask you something here, Chuck. You bring up a great point. So let's say the Bears get the number one pick virtue of Carolina being the worst team in football. They're sold on Justin Fields. If you were Ryan Poles, what are you doing with that first pick? Are you going with Marvin Harrison Jr.? Or are you trying to boost that defensive line, which they did not do in the draft by taking Darnell right over Jalen Carter? Well, you have to believe that whoever gets the second pick in the draft behind the Carolina pick, i.e. Bears. So let's say the Bears get the number one overall pick by virtue of Carolina, okay? And let's say who's right now the second worst team in the NFL, would you say? Other than, okay, let's That's, say the, that now that the Bears have won, let's put the Bears aside for a second. Who would be the second worst team in the National Football League? This may surprise you, but I'm going to go with the Raiders. Really? Okay. So let's say, hypothetically, let's say the Raiders have the second worst, and they're going to need a quarterback. Would you agree with that? Jimmy G is, I don't know. They have an option to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo after okay, this year. Great. 
So let's say they have the second pick, and let's say they really want Caleb Williams. They're going to pick up the phone with the Bears, and they're going to say, okay, guess what? We're going to flip, and then Ryan Poles will say, okay, we'll flip. We'll, we'll slide back. But guess what we want? We want your pick next year. And if the Raiders say, okay, you do it so fast, your head would spin. And then maybe they'll toss in a fifth-round pick, a third-round pick, whatever the case may be. Maybe the Bears will say, we want freeze their top 25, 30 players, but we're going to pick somebody from 25 to 30 on your roster. And and maybe one more thing, too, is – like Ryan Poles was able to, you say, fleece DJ Moreway. Maybe he gets that defensive player in, in Thank you. getting that. And I think it would be Max Crosby. No question on that Raiders team. He is, he is a beast. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's going to be available, but let's say the Bears from one to two. Yeah, we're just speculating. You know? oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like fantasy football, whatever. Oh, I I'm love not, going over these. Yeah. But, but so let's say the Raiders. Let's say the Raiders have the number two overall pick. They want to move up, and obviously they want to nurture that Vegas base with the fan base, and why not get the USC quarterback, okay? So the Bears get the Raiders pick for 25, right? That would be the 25 pick. 2025 in addition to the second overall pick. So then the Bears can say, we're going for Lyme, we're going for Harrison. But on top of that, the Bears get their own pick. And let's say the Bears win four more games, five more games. Let's say they win six games uh, or seven. Let's say they go on a run. And let's say they end up getting the 11th pick in the draft, 10-11, somewhere around Seems plausible. Okay, they can still get a really good pick with the 10th pick in the draft. Okay, so you've come out with the second overall pick and then the 10th pick in the draft, and then next year, because the Raiders are still the Raiders, you know? Yes. And and they'll probably have a coaching change, don't you think? I would think the Raiders are going to go for Lincoln Riley in the offseason. I I would think if they get that pick and they get Caleb Williams, they're going to make a run to get Lincoln Riley. That would be almost probably more obvious from when the Cardinals hired Cliff Kingsbury yes. when they got Kyler Murray. But but I think Lincoln Riley's a better coach. That yeah, I, I would maybe have to agree. You uh, know, funny story, Cliff Kingsbury is actually working for Lincoln Riley. He's Caleb Williams' quarterback now, coach at USC. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Uh Jim Harbaugh is very close with Mark Davis, who's running the Raiders. He almost uh, took the Raiders he shot. Almost didn't he almost took it. Yes, he did. But I think Lincoln Riley, who's making a ton of money, and I think with the USC going into the Big Ten, it'll be interesting to see whether or not he's on board with that. And I'm talking about really, really on board instead of like the 20-second sound bites. So, but if Lincoln Riley is presented with a situation to become a head coach in the National Football League, and by the way, it's a package deal, and we got Caleb Williams, I think that's very enticing for Lincoln Riley, who I think is a tremendous coach. I really like him. No Great. question. Anyway, so we just figured out the draft. Why bother going through it? Look anyway, at that. We Look are, at us. Yeah, we are celebrating the uh, Bears win. We're going to go to the phone lines at uh, 312-644-6767. 312-644-6767. By the way, speaking of coaches, have you heard the latest bizarre rumor about Urban Meyer going to Michigan State? 
Really? No, yeah. I have not. Now, again, every time there's a coaching vacancy, you know, Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer. He and, was supposed to go to Nebraska. Yeah, that never happened. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe he wants back in. Uh, and maybe the guy the guy is born to coach, except in Jacksonville. There was always that itch. I, I was never convinced when he was done at Ohio State that he was done for good. No, or So I, I could see that happening. Yes. All right. Uh, it's 2 a.m. in the morning. And this is Chuck Swirsky. We're on the air, by the way, until 5, 5 a.m. This is live. This is not taped. You know how sometimes you hear something? Wait a minute. We just heard that an hour ago. That's not the case here. This is live on 670 The Score, home of plenty of great Bears conversation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 